You're listening to JVM's blog podcast. Today is Thursday, January 28th. My name is Sarah Brigert, but the blog is written by our founder, Jay Voorhees. I am recording today's episode in the first person to capture the intended tone of Jay's blog. The title of today's blog is Success Bias, Dunning-Kruger, Luck and Self-Awareness. My dog, Steve, hosts seminars. My dog, Steve, breaks records every month as he eats more dog food than ever before every month. The problem is that it makes him super cocky, and now he hosts seminars to tell other dogs how to eat more food. The neighbor's dog, Buttercup, is on to him, though, as she knows that the only reason Steve breaks records every month is because he's only nine months old and simply growing. As a confident woman, Buttercup has no problem telling Steve this, but Steve doesn't care and continues to flaunt his records. You can see a photo of Steve breaking records on the online version of this blog, which is linked below. Steve equals mortgage companies. There is a point to the story, and it is this. Steve is no different than all of the mortgage companies bragging loudly about their record-breaking 2020. We all broke records last year simply because rates fell so sharply that it made it very easy for us all to sell free money, no cost refis. Bragging about record volume in this market is like bragging about falling down on a steep hill and rolling to the bottom. Stock market investors too. You buy stocks, wait for them to go up, then sell them. I see this same phenomenon with stock market investors who are also supremely confident in their skills, even though many of them are just riding a Fed-infused appreciation wave that will likely correct fairly brutally at some point. I was listening to a Jolly Swagman podcast, which we have linked below, recently with a former central banker, and he was literally terrified by the Robin Hood app and the Dunning-Kruger effect it is fostering. As most people know, the Robinhood app has made it very easy for the little guy to trade in stocks, and during the pandemic, all too many little guys have plunged into the market and have been extremely fortunate. Last week, I saw a video on Twitter, which inspired this blog, that showed two young stock traders explaining how to get rich like this. You buy stocks, wait for them to go up, then you sell them. What could go wrong? NYU professor Scott Galloway explains the Dunning-Kruger effect like this. The Dunning-Kruger effects posits that dumb people are too stupid to know they are dumb. They are not perplexed by difficult situations, but overconfident, not knowing what they don't know. As few people believe they are stupid or a bad driver, a more relatable component of Dunning-Kruger is incorrectly believing one area of skill translates to another. Galloway's example of Dunning-Kruger is SoftBank, the company that funded WeWork and many other tech players that went bust. They got very cocky because they got extremely lucky with a $200 Alibaba investment that turned into $100 But that luck did not carry over to other investments. So why blog about this? Three reasons. One, self-awareness. We all suffer from Dunning-Kruger at times, and this is a great reminder to check ourselves before making any bad or major decisions. It is also a reminder that powerful self-awareness is the best way to fend off Dunning-Kruger and that overconfidence usually fosters brutal downfalls. In this summary of Dr. Tash Urich's book, Insight, Why We're Not As Self-Aware As We Think and How Seeing Ourselves Clearly Helps Us Succeed at Work and in Life, the author reminds us that self-awareness is often the primary key to success as well. The keys to self-awareness include constant learning, a willingness to change, long-held beliefs, and a willingness to garner and accept frank feedback from friends and colleagues.
Two, don't listen to lucky experts. There are all too many experts, like the young stock traders referenced above, who are sharing their expertise, even though they are little more than extremely lucky. I see this constantly in the mortgage and real estate industries. Almost everything worked out for all of us last year, but I suspect very few of those success recipes will work when the market turns, and it will. Three, I just wanted to blog about Steve. Thanks for listening to JVM's daily blog podcast. To learn more about the topics discussed in this blog or to get more information about our mortgage services, contact our team by phone or email. Our team's contact info is listed in the notes for this episode, and we are available seven days a week. To read this blog or any of Jay's hundreds of blog posts, you can visit our website at jvmlending.com. Thanks for listening.